What's good in the hood, everybody? Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. We are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. What is up? Another week, another day, another dollar. Yeah, I'm feeling very uh, worked this week. I don't know about you. Oh, my God, you guys. I, I haven't been this busy since college, straight up. Like, right? That is very good. Good. Things are good. Do you have any updates? What's going on with you? Why are you busy? Well, I've been busy because, you know, you you decide to start a side business, but it's like low key. Like you post TikToks because you think it's gonna be mm-hmm. fun, and then they actually contact you to <laughs> to make clothes. Um, blessed but very stressed. All of a sudden, I realized like I go to Mexico in literally like three and a half weeks. Amazing, but now I have all this shit I need to do. Yeah. So I'm feeling I'm feeling the heat. I'm feeling the heat. My corporate job is getting really corporate, corporate teeth. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, uh, blessed, but also I don't like it. So um really rethinking this idea, trying to figure out my best move. And I would say that like my my one joy has been well, there's been many joys, but my one big joy has been, you know, the minion trend on TikTok where they they tell Tell like their little siblings or their kids that they're gonna do like like face makeup for them like butterflies or blah 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 blah, and then it's like the minions thing in the back, and then they make them into minions, and then these kids are fucking crying like they're so upset at the end. I've never seen a single one of these. Okay, I gotta upload some. But <laughs> That's so funny. The joy it brings me to watch these kids cry like I'm going straight to hell, <laughs> straight to hell for laughing at these kids. I love it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's been good. How, how are you? So we're doing fantastic, okay? So up top, I'm going to say I have two performances coming up and check out either my Instagram or our Instagram. But both of them, one of them, you guys, is an audition for Seattle International Comedy Competition. An international <laughs> comedy competition. So that's really fucking cool. It's just an audition, but honestly, just being in the room feels really fucking good. And I'm preparing for that. So that means I'm I'm going up on stage a bunch. So just check out my Instagram. But moral of the story is I had to put myself up for these like two shows. I would have never gotten them if I didn't like put myself out there. And I, especially when it comes to comedy, probably have like imposter syndrome that like I'm not there yet or whatever, but other people don't see that in me. They see my tape and they're like, oh yeah, she totally is ready for this. So put yourself out there. Now I do have a little bit of a funny story that I really want to tell everybody that is separate. So I went to George Clinton and the Psychedelics, the Funkadelics, all right, which is a funk band, a funk, funk. So it's like Afro funk. And so it was really fun concert. It was outdoors. It was my whole family. It was super fun. We had someone there who didn't believe in deodorant i I might i'm questioning if they believed in soap it was quite bad oh no and no they were kind of evading everyone's personal space they were really i really love seeing someone just not give a fuck but like keep that in your bubble right okay just keep that right there with you you don't need to he had his dirty feet on my I, on my towel it was just not fun but every time there was a group of uh another family like this group of like women and every time he like looked away they were like spraying him with like deodorant <laughs> perfume and then when that didn't work they like did a little mental game with him they're like hey dude 
you shouldn't be dancing over here. You should be up there. That's where all the cool people are. You go up there and we'll take pictures of you, okay? You go up there. And he's like, oh my you're God. right. <laughs> they made him someone else's problem. And then he came back like 25 minutes later and everyone in the crowd was like, God fucking damn it, not this guy again. But it was really fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, and then he, he was he was just being a little bit of a free spirit. And one of my dad's friends was like, man, I'll have what he's having. And my dad goes, what do you want? LSD stupid? <laughs> it's LSD, but it just makes you stupid. He's all he's tripping on something that I don't want to be tripping on. He would. Yeah. And he said that hell aloud. And then the dude like got self-conscious. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Our fathers are real, okay? They're oh, for as sure. real as they get. They're going to tell it how it is. He's not wrong. Yeah. And I've always been very confused about that aesthetic when people choose to choose that choose that lifestyle. Like, why why do you choose to look dirty and not shower? I'm confused about your that choice. A lot of people would could use a good scrub, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. I thought I got rid of it in Seattle. But it turns out that the Seattle to Bushwick pipeline oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. straight. Like, I've been seeing a lot of people that grew up in Seattle. They grew up, like, wealthy in Seattle, okay? And they come to New York, and they're... They're out here posting like they're poor. And I'm like, what happened? Like, why are, what's going on? <laughs> what is going on? They were just living, too, comfort- money, they were living like- too comfortably in Seattle. So they just moved to Bushwick so that they could like struggle. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, should we start the episode? Let's do it. Okay, okay. So this week, I feel really passionate about this topic because I am a bitch that really believes in let me speak to your manager. <laughs> Let's, yep, let me speak to your manager, please. Let me speak to your manager. I also got some shit to say, like, I, it's not like I'm ready to die. Okay, I'm not. But I got some words, and I hope heaven is real because I got some words to ask, to confront, to get at, to our creator, whatever mm. religion you follow, our spiritual, whatever, whoever put us on this earth. I got, I got shit to figure out with you. I got some beef to squash. Okay. I love it. And when we talk about speaking to your manager, I feel like the reason why I have such a hard time with this is because the last thing I want to do is, like, be a Karen to someone who's making, like, minimum wage. But sometimes you got to speak the fuck up. And I think I probably underspeak because I'm, like, afraid of coming off as too, like, aggressive or mean. And I just don't want to, like, ruin somebody's day. I think there's a difference, right? Like, I feel like there's a fine line between being a Karen and feeling overly entitled to something and based based on status so I think a lot of the issues that come with like the caring culture is somebody being condescending to somebody in like a less in a position of like they're a service worker right Mm -hmm. however I will say this the approach is also what matters. I, I think you can be firm with what you are paying for or what mm-hmm. you, without that sense of like overly entitlement and you can still be respectful in your approach, right? Yeah. So for me, I am going to feel as entitled as a white woman, if not more, more when it comes to certain things. 
I, I have invited conflict in my life because I decided that the world is a fucked up place and it made me really angry. So now I say, yeah, fuck it. But I think it's also, it comes to an inappropriate time. I do not come for service workers. They've had enough shit on their plate. I know. But I would say like, if I'm at a restaurant and my food sucks, I'm gonna say something. I, like, I actually, I didn't like this. You I know, I'm paying for it. I wish I had this. You brought this topic up and I wish I had this energy because I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm good at this. I'll tell you my thing. Sometimes I decide instead of like speaking to the manager to just like learn a life lesson. <laughs> yes, but, <laughs> but like okay. I shouldn't have to do that. I think it might have just come from like now that I've been a server. Right. I know that like as a server, you're basically working for your tips. Coming the kitchen the food that's coming out of the kitchen, they can pump something else right up for you if you don't like it because they want you to come back. Like good mm. places, places that care, places that want you to be a customer, they will change it for you. Like it's really not that big of a deal. And I think like maybe me being a server realized this. So I have practiced this where it's like, oh, this is like really awful. And also in New York, like I'm about to pay $60 for a meal. Like I oh, know yeah. that that's what I'm getting into. So it's like if I got something that was like massively disappointing, like that's just not, that's just not what I wanted. You know yeah. what I mean? And sometimes like you ask for recommendations, like I'm really big on asking when I get there. I'm like, to the servers, what is the best thing on this menu? Or I'm between these things, like, tell me the the real, yeah. real, you know? Like, I don't want to ask for something gross. I do that, too. But on the off chance that, like, something is bad or, like, oh, this is a big one. One time I went out, and th- this was, like, peak COVID. I went to eat, and there was a piece of glove, like a latex glove in my food. Oh, and, my and it was just kind of gr- like the thing is I it just turns you off from eating the rest of the food like it just does mm-hmm. and I was with like w- like I we were like in a double date and one guy that wasn't my date he uh was a waiter and he was like don't say anything don't say anything and I'm like what the fuck like don't who say do anything. I look- that's egregious that you could say something like there's a piece of glove in my food sir there's a piece of latex that I was about to ingest so I very calmly and respectfully just told the witches, hey, just like a heads up. There's like a fat piece of latex on like the food. And then she was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, not a big deal. I just we should probably give the kitchen a heads up that somebody's glove is like not intact anymore. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, um, did she redeem redeem it? No, she didn't do anything. It's okay. Like, I, I don't oh, think. Oh, I would have probably. I, not I, a comp to drink. She didn't. If Ooh. that was me, I would have ran to my manager and be like, because I was a waitress and I, I'm looking for my, my tips. Okay. These tips are real out here. Oh, please tip your, if you're going out to eat, please tip. They do not pay waiters a living wage. So that's, I have tip. beef with that, but that's a yeah, whole other at thing. At least 20%. I swear to God. I always tip 20%. Please. And then, yeah, so, no, she didn't do anything. But, like, yes, some people in, in positions where they can and they want to, they will help you out. So speak up. You know, if you didn't like it, tell them. Maybe they can change it for you. If they can't, don't make a big deal out of it. But at least you, like, voiced. Because, like, sometimes I feel like that gives me anxiety. Like, should I say something? Should I not say something? Just fucking say it. 
You know what? I have like a personal pet peeve of mine. So I don't love like Yelp or TripAdvisor or whatever because I really feel Mm -hmm. like. But sometimes I read one star reviews and I'm like, where's the point in this story that you asked the waitress to change something? Right. Like that you gave them an opportunity to redeem themselves. Because I mean, I totally get it if you're like, okay, whatever. This was a 10 buck burger. I'm just never coming back here. Da, da, da. But don't go bash their business online if you're not going to, like, ask for something from the server. Like, unless you're going to, like, present the problem for, to someone who can fix it, don't go bash their company. And I know that there's been a couple times where, like, I've had to, like, sever my business with people, like, businesses. But I've given them the opportunity. But I'm still not going to bash them online. Like, I'm really not going to come for someone's bag like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not an internet hater. I'm really not. It's just, I don't have time for it, to be completely frank. That seems excessive because you have to make a Yelp account to do that. And who knows how many steps that takes, so it's not worth it. I do have a Yelp account because at one point I really thought I could be a food critic and I used Yelp as my platform. But I never bashed anybody. I think I only really got after one restaurant, but I did say something to the manager before. And the manager was a (laughs) fucking bitch. And I was like, well, all right. I'm pretty influential on Yelp. And this was when I was like 13. (laughs) 13? Yeah, I was young. Like I was like freshman in high school and I thought I could be a food critic. Damn, you were a little hater. Um, I think with let me speak to your manager culture, I truly believe that this also goes in seeing it for yourself at a job, setting some mm-hmm. boundaries. Okay, and your manager can be HR. <laughs> Yo, so I did stand up for myself this week. Uh, real big time. Me too, bitch. Look at us go. <laughs> I don't want to give too many details because I don't know. Maybe there's an NDA or whatever. <laughs> I signed that I don't remember. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I will say, the I can't tell you how many fucking times I've had to stand up for myself and I've like watched other people not stand up for themselves and me being like, so if I didn't say anything, y'all motherfuckers would just gone along with this. Yeah. And it just baffles me because it's like another thing. Yeah, it just baffles me when people don't stand up for themselves and then I stand up for myself and everyone's like, oh my God, no, I agree with you. Like, I'm happy you said something. It's like, you should have said something. Why is it always me, the outspoken? Then I always look like a fucking cunt because I'm always like- She always has an issue. Like, literally, I look like I'm the fucking problem, but it's what everyone else is thinking, just not like brave enough to say. And I think if enough people spoke up, it would be better for all of us. And I know you might be like, oh my God, I don't want to risk my job. If you, if you're really at a place where like you cannot speak up without getting fired or getting retaliated against, I feel like there's some laws against that shit. Yeah. Maybe not. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a hostile like, working environment, yeah. isn't it? I, I listen during our onboarding uh, with corporate. They all have those. Yeah, I, I really don't. I realize that I really like I'm not scared of being unemployed. So like I am very good at setting boundaries now, even though like I'm super new at my job. Quick scenario is they want there's different offices. They want us to go into New Jersey. It's a two and a half hour like trip there for me. Uh-uh. And that's like a five hour commute. And I'm like, absolutely not. 
and they're kind of like pre- like there's pressure you know and all the other girls like kind of in my position are going and I'm like couldn't be me and I literally I got with my boss and I was like listen my contract's in New York like this is not in my contract I will not be going I would never um, agree- have agreed I, to this literally that is what I said <laughs> if I knew this was a responsibility I would not have agreed to this position, but I'm going to, I'm going to tune in virtually because what the fuck is it fucking different? Anyways, New Jersey, that's a whole different state. That's nuts. Girl, you could not catch me going three city, four cities over for a meeting. Like, absolutely not. I love myself too much. I'm entitled as hell. I don't care if I've been in the company for two months. Believe me, I do not mind unemployment. I will find something else. I am talented. I, you know, like I, nah. <laughs> You're not going to book me into going, into getting up at 5 a.m. so I can get to work. Ew, um, never. <laughs> I know we're like in a recession or whatever, but like, uh-uh. I got, I got standards. <laughs> Treat me nice. Talk to me nice. Yeah, so I guess our topic of the day really goes into speaking up for ourselves, but also it goes into some things that I just have a question about and I would like to speak to a manager about. Like, you know, sometimes you can't change things, but if I could, I would like to know why the fuck are colleges and universities so expensive? I want an automized receipt of my time there and a refund. The, the thing about that one is is I could tell you why it's so expensive and it's because they want to have they have to attract students because that's money and they it, they have a kind of policies like you have to spend money to make money and so they're like oh hey do you want this brand new fucking building it's going to raise your tuition by $500 a fucking semester no like I don't really need this <laughs> they're like are you sure you don't need napping pods it'll only cost you $250 a semester and you're like I just no not really no. And they're like, no, 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 no. You want it. You do. Because we want it. So we're deciding you're paying for it. It's so fucking stupid. Those napping pods were disgusting. I don't know if anybody else's college or university had napping pods. I went in there and I was like, I'm not okay with this. I got to go. As a concept, I get it. As an actual thing, not good. Whenever, whenever sometimes I'm like, am I mentally okay? I check in with myself and I'm like, did you think about how you could be homeless today? How you could make it work? How you, you know, because in college, I was like, I could sleep in these nap pods. I could shower at the gym. The library is 24 hours. So, and if I really, really want we, we, we broke it down. I broke we it down. Like, we could be homeless in we college. We really could. <laughs> I literally was like, I could live out of my van. I'm telling you, I could make this work. It wouldn't be that difficult. And then I would save. And I wish it was like, I would save like $1,500 a month. I would save like $400 a month because my rent was like 400 bucks. So I was really like deciding about living in my car to save $400 a month. This was also a thought when one of our living options was this like a rundown RV. We were like, how can oh we Oh my make God, this dude. <laughs> we were thinking about literally living in like a RV mobile home outside of the city because we were like. get out of our like, <laughs> We could park it at the Walmart parking lot and be fine. Oh my god, that's so funny because that's literally we like saw this like we were on Craigslist looking for places to live. We're like, maybe we could make this RV work. I'm telling you. 
fuck. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, college is like really expensive and it for me, I just don't it I can't grasp why we like we can't come with a solution to this issue, you know? Yeah, brilliant minds work at the college but they can't figure out how to make it cheaper, you know? Exactly. I would say one of them for me is like birth control kind of pisses me off because mm. like it it there's side effects to birth control and honestly, I don't even know if I fully know how birth control affects my body because I think I hit puberty and then started birth control right away because I thought I was going to fuck, quite honestly. I didn't. <laughs> mm, like 15. I hit puberty kind of late. Okay. Yeah, so basically, so I don't even know my body off of birth control. We'll just You're gloss like, over the- Wow. We'll just gloss over. We're fucking. Yeah, you know, basically. <laughs> but then again, I cannot not have birth control because I cannot get pregnant. Definitely during these trying times, but I don't want no kids. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, we'll just use condoms. But like, I have too much anxiety for the whole condom thing, especially now that I'm in a committed relationship. It seems like, you know, I I think this is the reason I really am a monogamous hoe. There's a lot of stress that goes into hooking up with various people that I just can't handle. And one of them is that I'm not on birth control and I don't want to be. I The fucking birth control makes my body go cuckoo bananas. Like it just, I, I've tried it. I've tried an IUD. Yeah. I've tried different types of pills. The IUD, it hurt. It hurt to have sex. I had my period for a year and a half consistently. It was awful. It, it Honestly, everything about it sucked. Once I got rid of that, I was like, wow, was what's the opportunity cost? Was it really worth it? No, I got on the pill. The pill, awful. I gained 10 pounds. I felt awful. And I was off my, the bonkers, bro. Like all those extra hormones pumping in your body all the time. Like that was just not well for me. And once I got off of it, I was like, I feel so calm. <laughs> I yeah. was like, maybe my my anxiety was really stemmed from like extra hormones being just like pushed into my body for a year and a half. So yeah, I'm with you. I can't believe we haven't found a solution yeah. <laughs> to this issue. I think overall, uh, I would like to speak to a manager about periods overall because mm -hmm. this is some fucking bullshit. I understand science. I get how science works. But why? Science. <laughs> All of science, I get. <laughs> but I get. But why does it have to be like this? Every like, month. Why, why did the uterus have to sh Why did the egg have to drop? Like, I'm confused uh, about this. I have beef about this. I don't know why it only has to happen to women. Like, I, mm. it just, I, this is an unequal thing that I would like to speak to a manager about whenever I can. <laughs> when I get a fucking chance. I totally agree. Um, I totally agree. And that's the I, uh, that's probably the one upside. Well, this is the thing. Back to the birth control, only because I haven't had a period in like five years, right? Which I don't know seems unhealthy, but that's just like a side effect. But I had another friend go on the same type of birth control, and she had her period every day for a year. Yeah. I'm so it's like, you, what it's the like, fuck? Since all bodies are different, right? This is this fuck. So yeah, and also if you're a man and you know your lady's got her period, it's time for you to put your money where your dick is. Okay, I we need tampons. Those are expensive. Love that. We need pads. I don't know. Ask her what her favorite type of method is to retain all the the goo, and go buy some for her. 
Also, just while we're on the subject, I'm a huge uh, Minstrel Club fan, just for anyone who hasn't tried it yet before. I haven't tried it. I'm actually quite a big fan. Um, I started using it when I thought I was going to go backpacking. I've never gone backpacking, but <laughs> in preparation. It was a nice thought. It was a thought. It was a thought. <laughs> Maybe I still will. You never know. Anyways, just a big fan of that. Um, a lot of people are like kind of scared because it's like it seems a little icky and stuff. But I do your research. It actually was like way more cost effective and comfortable for me when I was having my period. Good to know. I got to put it on the I'll, I'll try it. I'll let you guys know how it goes. <laughs> the inside scoop. Another one. <laughs> I would like to speak to uh, whoever is working at Snapchat right now because Snapchat is out of control, okay? I don't know when they started putting tabloids on like, Snapchat. Like, super unhinged. Like, when did it become TMC, bro? They are literally the clickbait. The taglines get me. Like, I think one of them was like, she used to be locked. This one was today. She used to be locked in a cage and now she's famous. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah uh, i can't i i've been a fan of snapchat oh but this caught pretending to be poor on youtube <laughs> little hercules is now in his 30s and unrecognizable literally it's now tmc snapchat is unhinged like who did this when did this happen how do like who do i need to speak to like <laughs> i'm my bf is 62 but i'm no gold digger <laughs> She died at Disneyland and like a picture of a girl with like her eyes blinked out. Like <sighs> It's literally like bottom of the barrel tabloids over there at Snapchat. I actually kind of live for it because it's like cuz then you click on the story and you go through it and you're like this has nothing to do with this headline or it takes no. way too long to get to the point and there's just like hella pictures that are super irrelevant and you're like this is the whole story. I was expecting a little bit more from that headline. How do you apply to get the job to make the, the clickbait taglines? I'm, I feel like I'd be good at that. Every single week, I'm like, Ella, we need some clickbait taglines. Oh my gosh, my mind. I could make up my- crazy stuff. I could find crazy stuff too. Okay. Okay. Something um, I'd like to speak to a manager about work. I don't know who made this system but I'm fucking over it. It's so fucking dumb. Like, I work here 40 hours a week to pay to live, but I work more than I live if we don't count sleep. Yeah, I saw a tweet recently that said two people had sex and I have bills for the rest of my life. And I'm pissed about this too. Um, Yeah, no, working is not it. Like, why? Why is this happening, you know? I think that if you do something and you're building something that you're passionate about, and I get back to this like every single time I take a job that's not for myself, I'm like, I would rather be using this time building something for myself than to be working for somebody or basically just like in order to fund my life. And so if any millionaires are listening, me and Berenice say need, I don't know, (laughs) $150,000 in one year. And we can turn that over. <laughs> and then we could make ourselves. And I think I could build enough momentum in a year to make enough money doing something. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> what are we going to do? Who knows? I got We're a lot of ideas. <laughs> I have a whole list of things that could be apps. Okay. Oh, girl. 
thinks I could be. She's really well. Look at that little entrepreneur. No one knows, but like I, I have a very random mind, so I make lists of really random things, things you don't need, thoughts, concerns. I love that. Thank you. But <laughs> we do have two brilliant minds over here. We just got to get to the next phase where. You know, I can. I really want fu money, like where I can just tell a corporation, like "fuck you guys." I'm gonna invest in myself, and I'm I'm ready for that. I'm ready for this next step. But uh, I don't know what or how that is yet. I'm still working on it every day. You know what's funny is I literally said that in my last job, and I didn't have any funding. <laughs> just vibes, just vibes, talent, creativity. We're on our journey. Okay, we're getting there. A friend read me my tarot cards. She said I'm gonna be successful <laughs> i believe that i believe that i would like to speak to a manager about the bachelor franchise this is another thing that i think is now unhinged yeah and there's nothing and really great sh- about it anymore yeah i think honestly they need a rebrand i could really help them i've never produced anything but i feel like i could produce something better than what they got right now it's bad and i i can say this because i used to be a fan like i oh, used yeah. to watch this shit religiously every you season i know knew all the drama all the details but it just has really gotten downhill and they lost me after ari season i don't know who that one Oh, that's the one where he proposed to somebody, broke it off, and then proposed to the other girl in the off season. Yeah, that's and that now is oh. problematic. Um, and then now they have two kids, and they each have Instagram accounts, <gasps> but they t- but they talk in the third person. I'm be- I'm not fucking around. Honestly, I think I'm not no free ripping promotions, this. Yeah, but- I'm not ripping this. I'm pretty sure call her daddy called them yeah. out. But I wrote a joke about this before Call Her Daddy did because I thought it was so fucking unhinged because I was like, and I really, I did, I remember it because she literally goes, I hope I have pretty hair like mommies. Yeah, it's giving narcissism. It's giving, it's giving a lot of really concerning stuff. Actually, those accounts, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I try not, I try not to hate on people or their passions but um yeah this one's a little weird <laughs> this one's getting a little weird um i'm surprised it's still going on i had no idea but yeah yeah i'm i'm back to no free promos but yeah so sophia did a good job with that one that was yes um so anyways yeah the bachelor nation they're fraught with i don't even know i think that people at this point are just using it as a platform yeah, and I and girl, get your money. I would do the same fucking oh, shit. Me. I'm not even gonna lie. If I'm single by next year, I'm going on Love Island. I've decided. Ayo. You hear it now, hear it. I, I will be there. I, I've just I'm trying to do the the CBS <laughs> pipeline, which is you go on any of their shows and then you can go to the challenge. Okay, so oh. I, originally I wanted to do Big Brother, but recently after watching, have are you familiar with the show Alone? No. So Alone is crazy. Okay, they go to Alaska and they have to just live off the land. It's just them. Okay, so that's crazy. I could never do that, but it makes Survivor look a little bit easier. I I've thought about Survivor. I would need I to. Would do sur- I I think I could. I got it. I think you would for sure. You definitely are more of a wilderness babe than I. But I think if I worked at lighting a fire and catching fish, I've been watching a lot of hunting content recently about 
living off the land. So I think I can do Survivor now. So I'm going to try to do Survivor, okay. Big Brother, then go to the challenge. You're going to do Love okay. Island and then the challenge. And then we could do the challenge together and be a cool crossover, a cool um, alliance. <laughs> this is our, this is our get down. rich quick plan. Yeah, quick. It's going to take a couple years. <laughs> a couple seasons, a couple summer <laughs> reality TV cycles, but we're going to get there. <laughs> I'm down. I'm game. <laughs> Let's make our five-year plan. Plugs of the week. Okay, you guys. I have a very fun plug of the week this week. The plug is Sean's art account. And Sean basically does, like, pop culture painting. And it's really cool. So, basically, like, he does, like, trashy 2000s, like, pop culture moments, but then paints them. And I found one or I bought one that is like Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton when they had a little feud. Um, He did one of that. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm literally obsessed with Lindsay Lohan in an unhealthy way. Um, I listen to her song every single day. <laughs> every gonna, single day. Every, I probably listen to it every day. Um, It's called Back to Me. It's actually a great fucking summer like. EDM pop song so if you ever need a fun jam that's it but this is about Sean's art account you can find them at Sean's art account on you know Instagram and TikTok Ooh, okay I am shouting out a hard style DJ I recently saw I went to a Sailor Moon theme rave it was fucking lit I forgot how much I like hard style so I'm gonna put you all on it's DJ Thera and yeah you can find him on soundcloud like wherever you listen to music and it's just dj thera on instagram if you want to see what he's up to but yeah if you like hard style check him out if you've never heard of hard style it might be your new fucking wave so get at it all right those are the plugs of the week if you have anything you'd like to speak to a manager about let us know we love thoughts we love part twos too so hit our dms slide in don't be scared we're easy going very easy going love talking to y'all so if you guys would love to reach out or you know hit us up when we post our polls um find us on instagram you can find us at thanks the number for your concern i'm personally at lol tutor and i'm at bernice adsm okie dokie ciao ciao toodles Bye. Kiss, kiss.